shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to step to so cringe but i'm back you know you know how it goes show up when i show up but here i am early it's been busy i have a potential guest lined up i don't know when and that's the thing i'm just it hasn't been a good time to like do any of this and the easiest thing for me to do is put out an episode by myself so that's what we're doing today um thanks for sticking in and to be really honest i have not been checking my analytics and i checked it recently i'm like oh there's some new listeners from all across the country so that's that's pretty cool so i am definitely here for you because i'm like well people are listening more people are listening i didn't even realize um i would love to know where you're coming from are you coming from tiktok instagram are you just coming from the internet like let me know please like nobody ever talks to me but yet i have listeners that's like the weirdest thing i don't freaking get it i already i already talked about this but let me tell you how to get in contact with me it's on instagram at swatch of horrors same thing for tiktok i'm mostly on tiktok now but you can even email me swatch of horrors at gmail.com uh yes write me an email tell me what you think tell me your beauty horror story whatever you want to say feedback just say hi i love talking to you today we're gonna talk about shitty co-workers swatch especially in the beauty industry horrors. so stay tuned I'm looking for a view of pink or red I just want to thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And if you want to support me, it's really the easiest thing you can do is just share. Tell your friend, hey, there's this podcast that I've just found. Add me on all the socials. Talk about it. Share it. It's free. It's literally free. And I swear, my biggest supporters are usually like people who don't even know me. Not even my friends, not even my family. Not that my friends don't support me, but you know what? The biggest supporters are like strangers. So all you swatchies out there, technically strangers maybe, yeah, just share it. It's free. It helps me. I don't monetize. I don't make money off of this. Maybe I will one day. Thanks to you. Thanks to you. Let's get right into my new segment that I've been trying to do. What's on my TikTok algorithm? Honestly, the free page has been trash lately. I don't know what's going on with it. But, and right now it's nothing interesting. It's nothing weird. Nothing out of the ordinary. It's kind of things that make sense, like dog training videos. I have a dog. I train my dog a lot, as much as I can. So yeah, dog content. That's nothing weird. Nothing new. Uh, and then I'm, for some reason, like... And if you hate me for this, if you stop listening to me because of this, I understand. But just like I understand you're a Swifty, if you're a Swifty, okay, that's good. That's good for you. I love that for you. It's not for me. It's really not. But I'm not going to sit here and like disparage Swifties or Taylor Swift. I, just not. Just not for me. 
I don't know what it is. It's just not for me. And that's okay. That's okay. But Swifty, I tend to be on like Taylor Swift or Swifty talk. Even like no matter how much I put like not interested. So I just like let it be. I don't know what it is. So I tend to be on that talk for some reason. And then now it's kind of segueing into like Justin Bieber talk, which I don't know. I'm not like anti Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber's kind of like rubs me the wrong way a lot of times, but he like I think we really forget that he's talented. I I really think so. Um, and I think there was like this song that he did with like Kid Leroy, whatever, however you say it. And I really like that song actually. I think you know you know the song I'm talking about. Uh, and then he was doing like an acoustic. Um, supposedly the person who posted this video said Justin Bieber was drunk and he was like off the side of the stage and he just started singing it was just like not really planned it seemed check it out on my reposted videos on TikTok like I reposted it I loved it like I really enjoy Justin Bieber's voice and I just forget about it sometimes and like yeah he really is talented you know despite how he may like present himself sometimes kind of kind of I don't know um another side of tiktok that i'm on what am i on um trying to think oh food talk which so boring like nothing is interesting on my algorithm right now but it it, a lot of it kind of makes sense because i'm always trying to find like the latest something i can make i'm really trying to cook more often at home now and my husband's like super picky uh he might hear this i don't know if he's gonna hear this um but and you know what? I need to like stop and pause and not do the whole like, uh, you know, those guttural sounds. So forgive me for not editing those out or I, I'm I'm going to try. I'm going to try. And like I told you in multiple episodes, I'm just doing more of a raw, just like raw dog in it here, you know, free balling. I'm I'm trying not to edit my episodes as much because it is time consuming and I feel like there's a little bit more of a I don't know, it just feels more genuine when I don't edit every single little thing out. But if it gets super annoying, like my dry mouth sounds, whatever, I will help you out and edit some of those out. So let me know what you think. Anyway, um yeah, I'm always trying to find the latest thing that I can cook that he's going to like. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So yeah, again, my For You page, nothing special, nothing interesting, nothing weird. Right now, the whole FYP right now is just trash in a way. So yeah, nothing to report there. As for me, I am supposed to go to New York soon for the very first time in my entire freaking life. Yeah. And I'm somewhat nervous. One, if you know me, I hate flying. Like, I'm talking about, I used to have panic attacks, crying. Um, It has progressively gotten worse as I've gotten older. But in the last few years, maybe two years or so, I have been getting better at it. Thank God for medication. I, um, I always take Ativan for the most part. It's an anti-anxiety medication. If you need it, go to your doctor. Tell them you need it for travel. Do not mix this with alcohol. I am telling you, please don't do this. You can die. 
and you can pretty much roof yourself. Do not do this. Do not do this to other people. Like, I am so serious about this. Do not mix anti-anxiety medication with alcohol. I don't care if you see it in the movies. I don't care. Don't fucking do it. That's a horror story in itself. If you want to know about it, I'll let you know. I didn't know this at the time. And even when I had spaced out my alcohol, my drinks, this was like freaking years ago. I spaced out a bunch of my drinks. Didn't think that, hey, the pill that I took 12 hours ago would still interact with the alcohol. Yeah, it does. Just don't do it. Talk to your doctor, talk to your pharmacist, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, that's like my secret weapon is Ativan. And for like the shorter trips, um, like within the state, because I live in Southern California, so like if I go to the Bay Area, you know, like up north, it's definitely like an hour-ish. And I've been having some practice with those flights in the last two years too. So that really helps. Exposure therapy helps a lot. And my goal is to not use medication. Um, so for the shorter flights, I don't, I haven't been able, I haven't been using medication and I like it because it like forces me to, you know, use all my coping skills. But yeah, I kind of still want to use it. Um, anyway, going to New York City for the first time, I decided to go see my friend, visit my friend, but they haven't like gotten back to me. So I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do when I land. I'm supposed to get to New York City at like 6 a.m. I know, the worst time in the world. Nobody wants to be up that early, especially me. And if you do, well, good for you. You're a morning person. I'm not. So, like, I am not at all expecting my friend to, like, accommodate me at this time. I feel pretty comfortable traveling in a new place. But I need to figure out what the hell I'm going to do if my friend can't, like, take me in that early. So, if any of you have experience with New York City early in the morning, let me know. I heard there's some places you can drop your luggage off, like a rental place. But please, I really need your help. Like, let me know because I don't know what's going to happen. Honestly, I'm just going to like show up. I don't know what happened. Uh, scary. Scary. And the thing about me is I always try my best to blend in. I don't like to look like a tourist. You will not catch me on my phone on the streets. Like, obviously, maybe just, like, casually. But, like, I'm going to memorize the Google instructions on how to get to point A to point B. And maybe I'll glance down to make sure I'm on the right track. But I do not make it obvious. And you shouldn't either if you're traveling. Because I'm just a really paranoid person. I always feel like something bad's going to happen. And I think my experience living in Chicago for a little bit has helped me navigate the world, believe it or not. Because, one, I use public transit there all the time. And so that really helped me adapt anywhere that has public transportation. I know it sounds silly, but it actually really, really helps. So whenever I go anywhere, like I walk confidently, I don't really stare at my phone. I try to know where I'm going before I go. So that I don't have to keep looking down at my phone and look like I'm lost. Because, I don't know, like, I'm always afraid I'm going to get mugged. That's the thing that I always am, like, ready to happen. But if you look confident, and especially being a woman in a city, like, I don't know. I feel like bad things happen. And look confident, walk 
walk like your shit don't stink just do it and you'll be fine never say you're alone never say you're traveling alone too and meeting somebody you know stuff like that tell people your locations so yeah let me know what i can do in new york like in the morning or during the day and like basically no hotel no place to stay i don't know i'm just preparing for the worst case scenario don't know don't know what's going on anyway so back to the coworkers thing right so i made a tiktok about this recently if you go back and there are multiple worst type of coworkers right but me working in a retail setting i'm a former makeup artist people that you work with especially on the sales floor you have the power in how you present yourself with basically think of it as being contagious so when you have a bad vibe bad vibe you're stressed out and i'm talking about you're running around the sales floor with your like a chicken with his head cut off you're you're sighing every second like oh my god like you're frantic that energy translates and it radiates and people pick up on that and it makes other people around you stressed out imagine if your coworkers are stressed out because of that your customers and your clients are going to be stressed out too you don't want to bring that kind of environment in the workplace whether it's retail anything but my experience Sometimes retail can be very stressful, especially the holidays. I'm talking about holiday rush. Does that even exist anymore? Do people stop sh- just shop online? I don't know. I haven't worked retail in the holidays in years. But when I was working retail as a makeup artist, holiday rush was a thing. You never know when you're getting that rush. And then not only that, every single person wants their gift wrap. So you're like having to step away from your sales floor go wrap it up blah 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 blah. yeah it can be really hard um but you want to make sure you're prepared if you work at a place that like makes you gift wrap learn how to do it efficiently and quickly if you don't know and you have a coworker who's really good at it who is down to help you make a trade be like hey can you wrap my shit and they'll give you like um free product if that's allowed of course at your workplace do not get fired over this oh i'll give you some samples i'll give you our free gift make sure it's okay i guess or if you just know you have extra gifts around and nobody really cares what you do with them help your coworker out people love to do stuff for for free shit um so yeah be repaired in that way if you're so stressed out you're running around you're overwhelmed just know like you are affecting everyone around you so what you should do take a break go outside go get a drink a non-alcoholic one of course get like coffee get an iced tea get like a hot tea depending on like what your vibe is take a break take some deep breaths tell yourself this is just a job okay it's putting a roof over my head it's paying my bills So let's just go back in there and work with a different mindset. This is a, this is the place that is supplying you with the means to live. 
So that, that automatically should put you in a better mood, right? Hopefully, maybe. Think of if you were a customer, would you want to be shopping in an environment where the, the makeup artist is running around like a crazy person? Stressed out? No, you don't want to buy from them. Customers don't want to buy from people who are just like bugged out. They don't. You don't want to do that. I don't know. I think I've talked about this before too. If you are on medication for whatever it is, and I talk a lot about mental health, I've seen people go cold turkey without their antidepressants for whatever reason. Do not be that person. Unless, like, your doctor wants you to do that, which I don't know why they would do that unless it's, like, killing you for some reason or causing some weird, weird, dangerous side effects. But for the most part, you should not stop cold turkey you should not stop taking your medication unless your doctor tells you or unless a medical professional tells you especially if you're on antidepressants you know you need to be on them you know you need to keep them going plan out a little bit in advance hey maybe a month in advance make sure you put in the order for your pills make sure your pills are being sent to your house on a regular cadence, do what you need to do to make sure you always have them on hand. If you need to get your blood test, you know that's coming up, schedule that ahead of time and make sure you're doing that before you need to refill. I have literally worked with people who were off their meds and it's very similar. They're distressed. They're freaking out. For lack of better words, they're stressed out. They're sighing. They're huffing and puffing. They're Almost on the verge of tears, they're dealing with who knows what. It is not good for your brain and is not good for the people around you. Because like I said, you're contributing to that really high stress environment. And at the end of the day, if you're stressed out at work, think to yourself, like, what is this really doing to me? Like, a customer is being dumb. It's being an asshole to you. At the end of the day... Does that person, I mean, yes, they, they kind of like do pay your bills in theory, but like, okay, if they're paying your bills, suck it up. Be nice. Put a smile on your face. Get that sale. Deal with whatever BS that they're dealing with. Maybe mirror them. I don't know. Sometimes you can do a little banter. I knew somebody who, if you say something with a smile, you can almost get away with saying almost anything do with that information what you will that is not my responsibility what happens I'm not responsible but if you just think hey if I deal with this person who's really shitty and really impress them and get the sale that's money in your pocket okay I know somebody who gets really angry about stupid customers and, they, and they're not in the cosmetics world. They, they work in a very, very um, lucrative, lucrative job. Like big money, I'm assuming. No, I do know for a fact. They make good money. Really good money. And they complain about stupid customers. And I'm like, bro, you get paid stupid some, stupid some money to put up with this shit. I want you to think that same way. Hey, I'm getting paid to entertain and to sell to these rude-ass people. I'm not going to let them get under my skin because when they get under your skin, they win. And if you let them do that, they win. 
So you gotta act like their rudeness does not faze you. You gotta just deal with it. Deal with it how you ever, however you see fit. But just think that they're giving you your paycheck in a way. You know? And even if, okay, so they're mean. Like, think of this. When I deal with a shitty person, it's almost funny, right? Because it's, it's funny and then it's sad. Because how is someone so miserable that they want to make other people miserable? And that's like really, really sad. And you're like, hmm, it would suck to be you. So because you're not them, like that could instantly put you in a better mood, right? So just trying to think of these little tricks that you can trick yourself into like having a better time at work and not being so stressed out. Because at the end of the day, it kind of isn't that serious. Yeah, it's serious. Yeah, you're getting your bag. You got to make your sales. But if you, excuse me, if you like obsess over it to the point where you're in a bad mood, you're being pissy, you're being annoying and rude. That's my dog back there. What's he doing? But at the end of the day, like, I don't know, like the, the company is not going to go bankrupt if you don't make this sale. I mean, or maybe, maybe you do work in that environment. I don't know, but it's very not likely. So like all that pressure you're putting on yourself, it it like, it creates a bad cycle. And I've been there. I've been there to where all I'm trying to do is get ahead because somebody did a huge return and now I'm in the negative, meaning I need to keep selling until I get out of that negative. And that sucks. That really sucks. But when you let that affect your day, it creates the cycle of like bad, bad vibes. You know what I mean? Bad environment, bad everything. And then you're just off. But if you try not to take it so seriously, try to just have fun with your customers, with your coworkers. Like, I know you're selling makeup. I know it's a sales job. But if you just like, oh, hey, let's just like touch you up a little bit, like, have a little fun do a quick face like a quick touch-up that's five minutes make someone's day and then you'll just feel better because the worst thing is just working around a shit attitude you don't want to be that person i know i have and you just gotta like check yourself you just gotta take that break go to the back stock room go get a coffee get a tea take it easy make sure you're on your meds Make sure you have a snack. Maybe like put like a granola bar on hand, like in your sales floor. I mean, obviously don't eat in front of customers, but you know, make sure you have a, a treat or a snack on hand so you don't get like hangry. Maybe go to the back and have your snack. Um also don't be this coworker that is like on substances. I know this is a really touchy subject. And addiction is a disease. I did work around somebody who was so out of it. And I didn't realize and I learned later that they were struggling with like opioids and stuff like that, which is really sad. Definitely have empathy for somebody, but especially if you're just, even if you're just doing recreational stuff, do not come to work like from an all night bender and like you're still 
on stuff. I've seen people come to work like that and it's not good. Same thing. Don't come to work hungover. I know a lot of people do that. Like, it's 2023 now. Let's grow up and not come to work hungover. I think we're, especially like us millennials here, I think we're old enough to know like, hey, um, I can't drink like that anymore. So why am I going to do this to myself? Yeah, I hate, you don't want to be around a coworker who's like on stuff, coming down off of stuff. It's just so wildly inappropriate. It really is. It's I mean, not just people with addiction. I'm not talking about strictly that, but people who like, I don't know, doing shrooms or doing molly or something and for some reason decide to come to work or I don't know, weed or whatever you want to call it. Um, some people are like functional stoners. I don't think I'm one of them. But you probably shouldn't come to work, like, on weed either. Even if you think, like, you're fine. I've seen people, their eyes, bro, like, sometimes you just cannot hide it. And your eyes are, like, so red and they're, like, so heavy. And, like, they're falling and you're wearing these thick-ass heavy lashes. And it just makes it look worse because you can totally tell your eye. Like, just don't do it. Don't do it at work. Come on. So, make sure... If you're like, and even if, okay, look, check this out. If you're working with someone who's stressing you out and you feel like you have a good rapport with them, here's what I would do. I'd be like, hey, do you want to go? Be like, hey, do you want to take a break? Hey, let's go take a 15. Let's go take a 10 together. Let's go get a coffee. Like, come on. Oh, I'll buy, I'll buy you coffee or just invite them out to just sit down and breathe and take a break and just be like hey I just felt like you needed a break let's just go take a breather or even if it's on the sales floor and you both can't take a break together just be like hey do you want to take a break like I got the sales floor don't even worry about it like you want me to wrap up this transaction for you give me your your code or whatever it is to ring it up for them like I'll take care of you don't worry about it help your coworker out be a queen be a king just help help your person out because sometimes when you're so stressed out, you don't know the bad vibes you're giving off. So sometimes it takes a coworker, a friend to like, hey, are you okay? Like, let's go take a break. Sometimes people need that care. Thanks for listening. This is Swatch of Horrors, where we talk beauty horror stories told by beauty professionals. This is Memes. I'm a former makeup artist. Feel free to add me on all socials at Swatch of Horrors and email me at swatchofhorrors at gmail.com let me know what your beauty horror stories are or just email me to say hi oh i'll read them on the next episode duh